crew members, what it be? What's going on? Good day, Gov. <laughs> Good, hello, Governor. Hello. So, so if anyone listened to, I think it was our last episode. Was it our last episode? Maybe two episodes ago that this idea was born from? Yeah, I think it was our last episode. It was our last episode. We had the collective idea, and it kind of happened on the spot. We just went, ooh, that was a good idea, to come up with some video game characters from certain games that we thought deserved their own game, or could at least hold their own in their own game. So we decided to pick some heroes, some villains, and you know, kind of create our own spin on a game and, and how we would want it. So why don't we just get this thing crack a lacking? There you go. All right, so why don't we go ahead and start with villains? Let's do it. Who wants to Who wants to be the inaugural villain guy? Uh, I'm game with doing it because I feel like mine is mine's going to be something you wouldn't expect from me. Which fucks me up because Anthony and I probably assumed that you were going to do the exact same thing. Yeah, so everybody probably thought I would do Handsome Jack. I sure did. Would be, I, which would be a look. great assumption makes perfect sense, but to be honest with you, I knew everybody thought that, <clears> so I didn't want to do it. Is that what you were thinking when you texted us and said, I don't want to do something that everyone's going to expect? Is that because yes. you were thinking of doing Handsome Jack? Yes. And then I well, essentially no, it, tried to talk you back into doing it when I was like, bro, if it's what you like, just do it. And look, that's fine, except for I feel <clears> like a lot a lot of his story has already been flushed out enough to where I'm like, okay, I want to pick somebody whose story, you know what I mean? You really don't know anything about their backstory that much. Right, so well. who I picked is actually a guy who we've been playing video games and dealing with him since the 90s. Ooh. Ooh. This could be good. Uh, it is Giovanni. From Pokemon? Yes. Whoa. Fuck. That's, ooh, being an evil Pokemon trainer. Fuck yeah. That's go a ahead. solid choice. Sorry. Okay, so I would go ahead and essentially put this whole world in a, um, I mean, you'd have obviously the Pokemon, I mean, world, kind, kind of like what you see in like Sword and Shield, but better graphics and better looking, more like a Breath of the Wild type of world. So a little less, car like less cartoonish, more cell shaded-ish? More cell shaded, but also, you I mean, also going ahead and having having the battles look much more like what much more like what you would want from a Pokemon battle. I you like, you mean, you mean like Detective Pikachu, like how, like how the movie was with those battles? Oh, okay. A little more like, like real time battles almost. Essentially, yeah. So I haven't played it just yet. So you're talking more of like a Temtem style. Um, I haven't played oh, Temtem. Fuck, I either. haven't played it either. <laughs> well, so but here's the thing: if you look at the way that it's drawn, it looks almost like it's cell shaded. Uh, kind of like mm -hmm. a Breath of the Wild, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, much more that way. Okay. So, um, my biggest thing about this is that I do not want Game Freak doing it. Okay, that's fine. I mean, now it's the your reason game, why bro. now the reason why is that Game Freak has not basically hasn't changed what they've been doing for a very long time. Yeah, it's, it's like, always the same out. It's always like the same outlay of the t style of game. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Here, like the cities are basically the same style setup. The the bosses you fight are basically going to be the same depending on what game you buy. Yeah, hundred percent. Now, how much of this? Because think about it. Every time a Pokemon game comes out, we get batshit excited. We buy it and we play the shit out of it. So that probably also falls under the category of if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Because they still find a way. Like the only way I feel like that doesn't work at the same, is when they the same run time, out of Pokemon. Yeah, at I the same that. time, I will also say that Sword and Shield hasn't sold as good as the as as a bunch of the other ones. I'll be honest with you. So the reason that really this is I actually didn't know that. Yeah, I like that game too. Yeah, so like I'm not I'm not like so who did who did Breath of the Wild? You I mean what was the uh, developer team? 
Nintendo? I, I, I mean, I, well, I mean, hold on. I mean, look. Obviously, saying Nintendo would probably be a really, really smart call. But I mean, I would rather have them go ahead and do it than you know, I mean, yeah. than Game Freak. Because, like I said, dude, yo, Game Freak, they just they haven't changed their design, and it just it's something that I'm just. They need to do something different because I might not buy the next Pokemon game if it looks like Sword and Shield. That's fair. Nintendo, I, I by the way, you. Nintendo Entertainment Planning and Development is who made Breath okay. of the Wild, which I should have. Please, please do answer. it. Please do it. Okay, so uh, the story would essentially start in with uh, Giovanni being in his early to mid twenties, and then he would be. I mean, he'd be kind of just. I mean, going through the world and everything with his trusty <clears throat> companion Meowth. Wait, do he we know? Be, do we know how old he was in the game that we played? In the game that we played, I mean, it it looked like he was in his. I mean, um, he was older and wearing late thirties, forties type of. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's what. I mean, that's that's kind of the way that I felt that he was. I mean, I mean, not necessarily an old head because you. I mean, you knew. I mean, you know what the twenty something people looked like, and you knew what like the seventy something people looked like. You didn't, you didn't really have a good understanding of what the middle ground yeah. was. And you know what I mean, like, in the, yeah, and in the Pokemon like Ash's mom, Ash's mom was basically what you saw as the middle ground. You know yeah. what I mean, like, and, and Ash, or maybe, yeah. or maybe Brock. You know what I mean. Brock might have been what the middle ground was. Yep. All right. So, uh, what they have, at least what what I see on line, is he's forty one. Now I don't know if that's current, like current age. Yeah. <clears throat> if it is, then that would mean he would have like been like twenty. He would have been exactly. He would have well, been exactly. Yeah. No, he would have been exactly like Wes said. Start the game off in your your mid twenties, which think would about actually it. put him in the same age group, the same yeah, age as what he is now. Think about it. Roughly ten to twelve is when a normal Pokemon trainer would go ahead and start their journey anyway. Mm-hmm. And then and then they're so, ten to twelve so, for the next thirty years. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so then, yeah, I mean, I'm going a little bit beyond that. Only so going ahead, yeah. Me, yeah. <laughs> so, you mean I dude? I really want him to go ahead and have me out. You know what I'm saying? Go ahead and actually yeah. be able to actually like move me out up. To becoming Persian because Persian is, I mean, I mean that's his top animal. Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, so I mean like, I mean, it, it, especially in like TV shows, you mean see Persian just sitting there and going ahead, just I mean, he's always just petting him and just just chilling with him. Weakness so I mean, that's kind of how I want it, and I want the story to go through his time as a gym leader and before he created Team Rocket. You learn his story on why he decided to go ahead and make Team Rocket, why he Hell decided yeah. to go evil, and I mean, it, and and. I mean, this is one of those games to where you you see and understand the path of destiny that was laid before him. So we t- so we talked before about uh, with like it was I mean, deep dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> so we talked before about um, certain I mean, you know, like, like, like certain like MCU villains and how we understand why they do it. Like like obviously Eric Killmonger was the, was a real big one to go ahead and sit here and talk about Thanos. Thanos, yeah. yeah. I mean, this is essentially what I want from this video <clears throat> game to go ahead and be like. I essentially I get why he wants to go ahead and create this empire and you mean and do things the way that he wants to do them. Even though we've known for twenty five years, you mean thirty years, you know what I mean, about you mean we know that he's bad, we know that what he's doing is wrong, the way he's trying to do it is wrong, but now we're gonna learn from his side why he thinks it's right. So uh I so I did decide to go ahead and pick a voice actor, and the voice actor I chose was Steven Yun. A lot of people will know him from The Walking Dead, um, and other people will also know him from uh, Voltron. You know what I mean, I mean the, the the new Voltron that's on Netflix. He went ahead. He I mean, he played a character as well, and I feel like he would be a great choice. He doesn't necessarily have a very imposing <clears throat> voice, but for being in your twenties, early twenties, I feel like his voice didn't really have that. You know I mean that real empowering sound yet. 
So, I mean, it kind of makes a little more sense to me. Um, obviously, this game will be rated E because all Pokemon games are. I'm, I'm not going to take that part away. <laughs> I, want, I want everyone I want, to be able to enjoy my game. I still game. want everybody to go ahead and get it and then understand. Um, uh, and then um, I do think that the game could go ahead and create a few spinoffs because the game could um, – you, you, you could have like a, a 100% Team Rocket type spinoff. You could do go like, ahead a, and, like a Jesse and uh, – yeah, Jesse and James. Yeah. Jesse yeah. and James spin off with with their first find Meowth. Meowth. Yeah, yes. dude, that'd be cool, right? Yeah. So um, that's yeah, I mean that's basically what I sat here and 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 figured out. And then going ahead and like, I mean, with having that Team Rocket spin off, you could have them like with Giovanni going ahead to help and build them up in like the evil corporate ranks <laughs> and shit like that. Like, I mean, I I really. Like I said, I thought cool. real hard about trying to figure out this villain, and I'm really happy with what I found. I'm that's really I think, happy with what you found too. Now, you fucking did a this bang sounds off job this sounds like a this that's sounds, I would play like a that game, game that I would love. Now here's the thing. Here's <laughs> something I should have put in the guidelines that I didn't put. So I'm going to ask you on the spot. If you want me to come back to you, I will. But okay, what would you call it if you had the title? Ooh. Would it just, would it just be Pokemon Giovanni? What what would it be? See, Pokemon Giovanni isn't a bad name. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. Can't, but I'm it's not too, saying it should be. too simplistic. I feel like it is. <sighs> yeah, I would have to. I, like, I'm. I'm. I'm probably I'm not going to have an answer for you on I'm this podcast. To... But it would be. <laughs> we'll yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that'd be a great. That. Oh man, that's a great thought. What the hell would I name it? Okay. Yeah. Let's keep well, going. When um, I was finishing yeah, my notes, yeah, that's I'm what like, I got. Why didn't I put that there? <laughs> well, the Pokemon Company could always do like a spinoff, and it could be like a series of games of like. Uh, so it could be like Giovanni's. It could be like a po- Pokemon, a Pokemon saga, Giovanni's whatever. Yeah, I mean he's got a point. And then they could do a spinoff of like Jesse and James and stuff like that. And it could it could be like a different series of Pokemon game that's literally a saga style. Um. Yeah. Um. Or, yeah. That's a that's a solid idea. Like so, like like a good name would be like you know I mean Pokemon. You know I mean blast off at the speed of light. You know I mean Ooh. you know I mean go ahead, and, go ahead, go ahead. Okay. You know I mean you know I mean use something that was part of the Team Rocket motto. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean that you heard from Jesse and James. So you, you, mean, you mean to really like bring it back in your head to like the OG cartoon that we used to watch. That'd be Pokemon <laughs> behind like that. Pokemon behind the blast off. <laughs> Beyond the black stuff, that's I don't like, know. Yeah, that's like VH1 behind the music. <laughs> true, true Hollywood story. <laughs> true Hollywood. Oh he's true Hollywood story. Giovanni. <laughs> but yeah, so Giovanni would probably be my villain, and yeah, I I was really happy with that pick. I feel that, like it's a good one. That is uh, that's a solid solid choice. Thank and you. you. And you want to go next, or you want me to ah go? yeah sure. Mine's gonna be short, simple, and like it always Dude. is, unprepared. <laughs> Uh, so I decided to go with the villain from Skyrim. Ooh, Alduin. A fucking dragon uh, game. That's not a terrible idea. When you right, I love that um, thought. Yeah. So I got a little bit of a background on uh, Alduin, just in case some of the listeners don't uh, have a full spectrum of the dragon and the world eater, as they call him himself. Yeah. Uh, but basically, this is the little background story. Um, so you can understand a little bit where I'm coming from. Uh, long ago, Alduin was defeated by the ancient Nord heroes uh, Gormalith, Golden Hilt. Uh, these names are so hard to say. Hakanin, <laughs> One Eye, and Felder the Old, who used an Elder Scroll to send him forward in time, uh, hopefully never to return. Unfortunately, he came out of his uh, temporal snare in the land of Skyrim, uh, which is the Elder Scrolls. Wow, I just like swallowed my tongue. Someone's Elder- not a, Someone's not a dragonborn. Yeah. Elder Scrolls Five. Yes. Uh, taking the form of the monstrous uh, black dragon, he sets out to destroy uh, the Nern, Nern, Narn, Narn. Yep. 
that word, <laughs> uh, with the help of servants, his dragons, uh, and it is up to the players, obviously, uh, and the last of the dragonborn to stop him. Uh, now, basically, imagine imagine starting off um, as Alduin, uh, having to go through the defeat from those Nords, right? Starting at the starting at the very beginning. Uh, going through those trials and tribulations of being defeated and and coming back as the dragon, as the world eater, the king of dragons, uh, to then start your reign of terror on Skyrim. Um, my, balls, my balls just got just itchy just hearing that. I'm ready. <laughs> um, so basically you would take control of Alduin himself. Um, and again, you would, you would play through... Uh, basically leading up to the end of uh, Skyrim and facing the Dragonborn. Um, that's it's, like re- th- it's like a redemption story, but like flipped, you know, flipped on its head because yeah. you're playing as the villain. So you, you play, play yeah. through. It's like one of those games where you play in the beginning, you know, you're, you're the hero, you play, you lose, and then you have to play the whole story trying to fuck it. It flips that on its... I like it. it, it, it yeah, it, it completely flips it. Um... That is pretty much not all I've got, but like that's the that's the that's the type of game I would like to see. Would it be okay, like so, uh, all right, so real quick. Yeah. Um <clears throat> what style would you see the game? Would you keep it in that um in that uh Elder Scrolls Bethesda look or so or would you go ahead thing. and change it? So here's the thing. I, I like Bethesda a lot as a company. Um, I would probably go more towards the lines of Bioware to produce the game. Ooh. You know, right. it'll have a, you'll know it'll have kick-ass story. Exactly. Well, so Bethesda and Bioware are both known for their, for their story-based RPGs. Um, I feel, this is just me personally, I feel like Bioware kind of gives you a little bit more of, uh, what can you say? For me, for me, Bioware gives you. I, I feel like I've always Bioware thought Bioware had little, better voice actors. They've they, always had. They definitely like, have better they, voice actors. I feel like they also give you a little bit more free reign of the game to kind of make your choices. Make your yeah have yeah make your own choices and and give you free reign of your own destiny. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I mean, think about think about the games that Bioware has. Mainly like Mass Effect. I mean, you have the choice of Dragon how Age. good or how evil. Yeah, well, Dragon Age is another one. Dragon you, you, Age. I mean, I mean, you really have a choice of, I mean, how far you want to go down whichever rabbit hole. Exactly. So, and and yeah. Skyrim seems to be a little, well, not Skyrim, Bethesda, when it comes to their games, seem to be a little bit more glitchy, per se. A little, what do you mean? I'm being polite. A little bit more <laughs> glitchy, per se. Uh, Bioware seems to be a little bit more fluid in, game, in, in like, the gameplay style. A little more polished. Yeah. Now, yeah. now, the way that, you know, I was about to say, I mean, the way, I, I put more Bethesda in more of a uh, straight line. Type of you, you, you mean type of animation style? I go ahead and say like you mean they're, I mean like their characters and you mean the way they draw them out yeah. isn't you mean, isn't much isn't very realistic at all. You know Correct. what I mean? Like what you see from Bioware, you mean what you see from you mean obviously really? Dragon Age or Mass Effect. You mean they they you mean they look much more realistic. Right. Yeah. It looks like they took their time with what they were trying to create. Um, also, I want to ask you, what rating would you give the game? Ooh. See, so that's the thing. If you're fighting as a if you're fighting as a dragon, you're eating uh, motherfuckers. Exactly. So you're gonna have to you're definitely gonna have to go with like a mature rating. M, yeah. I think. What's, uh, well, what, what's right before M? T for teen? Uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. This this ain't a T for teen game. Can you, you eat people in a t- in a teen game? <laughs> I mean, look. If you want this game to be fun and realistic, you're gonna you're gonna want you're gonna want to see the the aftermath of what you're doing as a dragon. All right. Cool, man. I like that. I definitely like that thought of Alduin. 
Just thinking of some aerial dragon combat. And that's what I'm thinking about. Yo, like, because, I mean, there's there's a game right now that's out for PC that, um, you mean, that's basically dragon dogfighting. We, we saw it. We we all three of yeah. us watched it in the, in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. So, you mean, think about that, but Alduin without a pilot. You know what I mean? Just basically just going ahead, just going ham. Like, yo, I, I <clears> love <throat> that thought. Yep. What you got, Scoop? Sweet. All right. So, for my villain, I went with Albert Wesker. And I would. Okay. Pro- I, I wasn't would, expecting you to go Wesker. I pro- you probably expected me to go Ganon. More I likely. really did because I, it because I was thinking about going Ganon, but then I changed my mind. Yeah. So now I would probably this could be something that could turn because this one as opposed to the one that I chose for a hero where I kind of created my own. This is almost like an origin story type of thing. So you could call this one of those you know like you could just call it Wesker or you could call it Resident Evil origin stories Wesker or something like that, and then you could go into other ones, but. I would keep it with with like the horror action theme. It would obviously have a mature rating because I want that. I want it to be dark and crazy. If if I had to keep it the same, I would keep it as Capcom. If not, believe it or not, I would probably have Naughty Dog do it because they're oh, really, I like that. They're really good at putting like these gritty stories together. So, for the summary of the plot. You would take control of Albert Wesker's story, all the things that happen leading up to the events in the Arclay Mountains, which is the ver- the beginning of the original Resident Evil. So you would play out, you know, you would play out his rise through the ranks from early researcher to chief researcher, all the way, you know, to Umbrella, and then inevitably to Star's Captain. And the way I would work it is, you would embark on missions to collect research data to improve like the various T-virus stages and create different uh, B.O.W.s. In R.E. 1, is he already a captain? You, you, you mean, you mean he's, yeah, ar- he le- he's already he, leading the team? He's already he's, running the show? Yeah, he's he is Umbrella, but he's... Spoiler alert, it's an old-ass game, but he, he is Umbrella. But yeah, he's leading... Uh, it, Alpha Team or Bravo Team? I forget which one, but he's leading one. I thought them. it was Bravo, actually. Well, I know Chris leads the one. We just did it. I should remember this, but... He... he so... Uh, uh, Redfield leads Alpha, Wesker leads Bravo. Okay, so yeah, yeah. so because I, I think when we did our here, I think when we did our heroes and villains in, I think it was like November. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure because I had I had uh, <coughs> I had Chris Redfield. I'm pretty sure he was the lead in Alpha team. Okay, okay. all right. So like I said, um, just to backtrack, so you'd embark on missions and collect research data to improve the various T virus stages and create different BOWs, the bioorganic weapons, because that's what him, that's what him and Birkin's job was um, in the research team that they were on. It was to you know collect more data for the T virus and then the G virus, and then they worked their way up you know all the way to Umbrella. And you know perhaps the way it would work is you would go out to remote areas where the viruses has have already been released, and then you would essentially kill everything there, collect more data um, to increase the virus to the next stage, and basically yeah build himself up. Um, the voice uh, the voice actor that I would choose there's been you know, I was going to go off script for a second and go with Jeremy Irons because he has such oh, a good... Oh, fuck yes. He's got such oh a good... Oh, my God, yes. Yeah, he's Dude, got such a good... you just broke my brain. <laughs> okay, well, here's the thing. That's not actually... If I if I went different, that's what I would do, but I... Oh, my God. Think about somebody as imposing as Scar and yeah. go ahead and, and throw him in a video game. You know what? Yes. Screw it. I'll leave it as Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Well, no, well, no. Who else did you have? 
Well, I had I had Peter Je- because there have been Wesker has been in multiple games and in all I believe in every single one of the games, if not almost every single one of the games, he's had a different voice actor. So I went okay. through and chose the one that for me felt most like Wesker. So I landed on Peter Jessup, who was Wesker in the re- the original Resident Evil remake that came out in two thousand two. He has got a vast. Um, list of shit he's done he was paladin dance in fallout 4 he's been in destiny oh 2. okay he's been in destiny 2 dragon age mass effect gears of war skyrim diablo he's been everywhere everything that we play Every everything that thing. we play and in, a lo- and in a lot of these games like dragon age he's played like 15 different people um that's one of the things i love about voice actors you mean they they they're just like okay can you give me this type they can of morph like, into okay. whatever they can morph into whatever yeah so my final thoughts on it is that it would most likely be a one and done if I wanted to just just be like an origin story type of thing. But there's also possibilities for future games where you could either where you would basically be doing, you know, what he was doing during the events of the other Resident Evil games. So you could do that, but his work in the I background. Would, but I would probably just I would probably just leave it as a one and done, leave it as an origin story because then you could start a whole slew of origin stories with Ada or you know any anything like that. You, I any think of the Ada ones would be really. a really fun one. I didn't even think about her. Yeah, that that would be dope. But that's yeah, that's the one that I chose for. Awesome, I like for that my villain okay. for my my villain. So all right, so um, Andy and I were the ones that went ahead and selected uh, heroes on this. So let's oh, go this ahead is the one where I'm really hoping that five percent chance you didn't choose what I chose. Well, I'm really you, hoping. You, if, look, if you did, then you just make it a make it a co-op conversation. There you go. Fair then enough. We can go ahead and see, like, okay, who has the better story? So I chose one of my favorite characters of all time. Oh no! Oh no! Go in in one of my favorite video games of all time. Oh no! <laughs> you seriously you? chose Maya? No! Oh, thank God! No, we're good. No, we're good. You're, you're straight. Jesus go Christ! Ahead. Okay. Oh, like, God. yo, he's yo, he's like, Anthony. You're seeing this. Yeah. Obviously, I mean, obviously, people who listen to the podcast can't see this, but like, Andy is like, every time I say something, he's retching back, like, just freaking out, freaking out, and then I say Maya, he's like, oh, thank Jesus. <laughs> yeah, we're good. Okay. okay yes. Yeah, so look, it is not. I mean, it's not a spoiler to anybody that I love Borderlands. Obviously, Borderlands Two is one of my favorite games of all time. So I went ahead and decided to go with Maya. Now, I'm basically keeping it as Gearbox. You know what I mean? I'm keeping the cell shaded. I'm not. It's a I'm tough not, one to change. Bruh, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And that style is one of the most unique and amazing looking art styles that I've seen in games in the last 20 years. Easily. I will my go man, ahead and say that. My man just shot down my argument for one game and then used it for his game. Yeah, I was just about to <laughs> I say that. I saw the look on your face. Like, oh, Pokemon can't. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But Borderlands, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, yeah. well, no. Well, that, that, but, that, no, exactly. no, no. Borderlands. No, 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 no. Hold on, though. Game Freak, like I like I already said before, Game Dude, Game Freak has been slacking when it comes down to, you mean, evolving to go ahead and make the game more immersive. Yo, when when your character does a tackle and all they do is hop, I see that little, there's a problem that with little, that. I see that little pun you threw in there, evolving. Ha ha. <laughs> I bet you didn't mean to. I bet you didn't mean to. Not at all. Not at all. But, I mean, that's... It's a solid I, dad throw. <laughs> I actually have a video that I'm gonna send you guys for YouTube that has to do with like you mean the lack of you mean the lack of um, evolution and going ahead and like really pushing the way that Pokemon should be. You mean right now because Pokemon should be much more like a Breath of the Wild style world instead of what it currently is. I get that. The thing is, is this is kind of backtracking. I'm sorry, and it's fine. I actually enjoyed Pokemon Let's Go series, that little series they did with oh, Pikachu God, yeah. and Eevee, yes. much 
so much more than the actual new sword and shield because it gave you a little bit more control over what you were doing too especially if you if you had the ability to have like the little pokemon ball yes you know what yeah, I, mean? I, st I which i'm staring at right now i still have yours yes i know you do it's okay <laughs> it's all right i mean mine is still hanging on the little hook near the door because jess used to bring it with her everywhere she goes but they gave <laughs> you more control over the game which was kind of nice yeah so i'm gonna go back to talking about maya and we're gonna go ahead and talk about this so uh, look, it's still going to be a looter shooter. Once again, I mean, it all has to do with the grind. I mean, that style of game, you always want the grind. Um, like I said, I'm going to keep it as gear Gearbox. Now, my whole thing is that we're going to start the game at the end of Borderlands 2. After you fight the warrior, you know what I mean, when when she goes back to Athena's and you <clears> mean going ahead and you mean, continuing her teaching as, you mean, as going ahead and being a monk and all of her attempts at being nonviolent and going ahead and only using only using her powers and what she knows for a good purpose. But then you're also going to go ahead and like meet Ava. You mean you mean you're actually going to learn about Ava and you mean I mean who she is as a character because she ends up I mean ends up being your underling. Not underling's probably a bad word. But um you mean I mean she, she's your apprentice. Student. Yeah, student. student apprentice. Yeah, so um like and I also really like the thought of this game because with this game you can go ahead you can really flesh out the you mean the um, relationship that uh, Maya and Krieg have because it is something very different and very very special in the games that you don't necessarily always see because I mean let's give a little back backstory on Krieg he's a bandit that is a good bandit you know what I mean I mean he's a good guy but if you play like Borderlands three I mean. There's a there's a DLC that you can play where you're jumping into his I mean, into his psyche, and you have Sane Krieg and Psycho Krieg. Give me give me so I mean, Psycho Krieg says all the crazy shit like put the chainsaw into the mixed melon, and then you have Sane Krieg go ahead and actually translate what that means. So, so I mean because the whole thing about it is that Maya can actually like in her head translate what he's really trying to say. And she, and and she's able to do that. So I would I would love to go ahead and really I mean flesh that relationship out, and also go ahead and just like I said, just have her just continuously I mean work on her powers and try to go ahead and I mean before Maliwan tries to take over Athena's because the game can end roughly around the time that I mean I mean that she calls or I mean she talks to Lilith to go ahead and have I mean the rest of the new Vault Hunters from BL3 jump down and start helping out. Because I think it's like, I think it's like roughly like three or four years of the span between Borderlands two and three. I mean, within their world, mm. so I mean, so it make a lot more sense. So, um, act, voice acting wise, I have no issue keeping the current voice actor for Maya, which is Martha Harms. Um, Ava can stay the same as well. She's annoying. She can be annoying, but once again, I I, I can't <clears throat> think of anybody else to go ahead and voice a freaking 17 year old kid you know what I mean dealing with teenage angst I honestly can't <laughs> that's fair um the game obviously would be rated M uh and to me this game is a straight up one and done because you're dealing with the time period in between one and two you mm -hmm. mean it, it's essentially the same thing as pre-sequel just without all the um non-gravity as pre-sequel had <laughs> because that, I mean, that was the biggest thing about one thing that like Anthony and I really had an issue with you know I mean was like yeah. you know, was like you know I mean dealing with how different it was playing that game as opposed to playing Borderlands 1 and 2. So, yeah, Maya would definitely be my choice for, hands down would be my choice for a 
hero for a video game that does for a, for a character that deserves her own video game. All right. Well, I stuck in the same universe as you, and I went with Borderlands. Shockingly enough, you went with Lilith, didn't you? No, you went Tina. No. Well, then shut up, Wes, and let him get forward. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm let really excited on. now. I went with everyone's favorite general-purpose robot manufactured by Hyperion. Yes! yes! That's what I Atta went boy. with. Now, I created... This is such an offshoot and would probably never happen. I created this shit out of thin air, and this is what I would roll with. So I went with Claptrap. This would obviously still be an RPG, and I'm right with you. I can't imagine anybody other than Gearbox and anything other than a mature rating making this work. But So for me, again, so plot summary. Take control of everyone's favorite general-purpose robot manufactured by Hyperion in an original story. What's up? I do have one question. Go ahead. Stairs won't be involved, will they? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny that you say that because right after I have this, I say... Programmed with an overenthusiastic personality, thirst for heroics, and absolute hatred for stairs. Oh, okay, em- good. Embark <laughs> on stairs. A- no. no! <laughs> so this is where it gets crazy, and this would this would be a one and done that would have to come after the events of the first Borderlands. Um, as Claptrap, embark on a journey to different planets in search of all new Vault Hunters to bring together for an epic war against the series' previous hero, hero, heroes. Hello, heroes. The, the series' previous heroes, who have now, drunk with power and riches, have been turned and are now working with Handsome Jack. So, oh. this, so this would be you as Claptrap. Claptrap. <laughs> this would be you as Claptrap going out to different places in search of different Vault Hunters to bring back to go against Lilith and all of them. Lilith, Lilith, Roland, Brick, Tina, Mordecai. D- wow. Okay. Because they're working with Handsome Jack, seeking to destroy Pandora and colonize that somewhere else to enjoy their spoils. So I would have you be as Claptrap because I think it would be great to just be be him full time. Go ahead. Now, with you picking your um your vault hunters, would you go ahead and like, would you go to like Athena's and find Maya and then go to wherever yep. uh, zero? So you, okay. So you would be old versus new. So you would be going ahead and finding zero Maya. Um, Oh shit. I can't remember the rest of them. Salvador. Salvador. And, uh, Oh fuck. The, who's the fourth? Hold on. Hold on. Just played this game. Borderlands <laughs> two. Who the fuck is the fourth? You said zero. Axton. You said, Oh yeah. Me. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's who I played as. Shit. Yeah. I, how did I forget the soldier? Okay. Oh wow, dude, I love that. I love so that idea. It'd be like, it'd be it'd be a new like, cause there, I can't be the only person that we play that thought like I wonder what would happen if like you had to fight these people. <laughs> like, I I thought of that before, so I was like, all right. And well, I mean, I mean, look, I mean, honestly, break it down. Rolling with the turrets. Um. Lilith basically as the Firehawk before she becomes the Firehawk. It would basically be my you mean, it would, you know, transportation. It would be my versus Lilith. It would be Axton versus Roland. It would be Mordecai um, versus Mordecai Zero. Zero. Ooh, that would be then, such a battle. Like it would, it would, it would be sick that way. And I would love to do it as Claptrap. One because I think it would be hilarious. And he's always as funny as it is depicted as the you know, he's like a hero, but always getting you into shit that you have to fix. So. Yeah. This time he gets to go out, and it'd be very much like. Uh, isn't that kind of how they set up um, Marvel's Avengers? Like, like Miss um, Marvel's going out to like kind of get the band back together. 
for um isn't that how isn't that how they did it captain marvel goes out and she's getting like hulk and all the motherfuckers together is that not how they did it because i heard that's how they were trying to do it in what the movies no no no, the game the game that just came out oh a black just came out no 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 the the one that for that came out oh you're talking about the the one for you the one ubisoft created yes ubisoft is it ubisoft the one that you played the that you have the video up on YouTube, brother, you played the fucking demo or whatever. <laughs> or the early beta oh, release. Oh, oh, that's um that's Crystal Dynamics. That's uh that's uh god damn it. I Squeenix. Square Enix. Squeenix. Okay. <laughs> it's Squeenix. Hello, Squeenix. But, that's yeah, what so I call this would, it. This yeah. would very much be like that. It would be it basically be Claptrap assembling the new team because the old team lost their freaking minds. And rolling around as him, it would be this. It would be the same style, you know. You'd be able to upgrade. Up, upgrade. I can't talk. <laughs> you'd be able to upgrade Claptrap, and I think because it's really, really hard to go against either of the two people that voiced him before. One because they, it really seems like it barely changed, but it's hard to go against any of them because they're so iconic. I would like to go with the OG just because. You I mean just I, I feel like he got kind of short shafted by you know Pittsburgh. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. But for the sake of being different, and we talked about it for the movie, I think having Kevin Hart would be hilarious. Yes! I yeah, think having Kevin Hart as Claptrap that would be, be hilarious. Into which I will say, we do have more news on the Borderlands movie that we will talk about in our news section. Wait, but yeah, do you have a got, name for the game? We got, we got to movie news. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Look at him. Yo, he's the one that throws, I mean, if, he throws the question and then he doesn't have an answer. I mean, I, well, yes, I, 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 yes, I, have, I have an yes, answer yes, for that Yes, I question. do. Borderlands Civil War. Borderlands <laughs> fucking stairs. <laughs> that would be that. Never mind. No, no, no. no what, what is, what is it? it? Clap traps legendary assemblage. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> do that. All right. Oh, hell, hell yeah. Anthony wins. I think it Anthony would definitely. Wins. It would. It would definitely be a one and done. This isn't something that you're probably. You know, you wouldn't really continue. It would. Just I be wouldn't like even. I'd be honest with you. I would. I, I'd be honest with you. I don't know per se that it would make a, a full game. Hear me out. Don't get maybe angry. a DLC. No, it, could it, be a DLC. it could definitely be. Yeah, it could definitely be a very large and solid DLC, though, for sure. You could do like a DLC that leads into the next game. I mean, look, think about Where's it honestly. They spent. I mean, they waited three years, three four years to go ahead and put in that last DLC between two and three to go ahead yeah. and you, you, you go ahead like, and line up what's happening next. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so look, man, they can easily do it to go ahead and go from one to two. I mean. To hell, why and not? It, and, and again, it wouldn't fit in with the rest of the games, but I thought there'd be something so hilarious at the end would be if something happened to where he could finally climb his head of stairs. That would... <laughs> oh, <laughs> that would be awesome. You just give, see him like... Yo, give him extendo arms to where he can go ahead and grab the stairs, go extend, up, and then get extend, on the next extendo, one. Extendo arms are one of those chairlifts that he can hop into. He gets to one set of stairs that has a chairlift. <laughs> <laughs> but... That's that's who I would do for my hero. Oh, man, that is great. I like I it. That, that could be a fucking I love it. amazing game. But All right. It was cool to be able to create our own shit. And there's not one of these games that I would play. The Giovanni thing, that was fu- that was dope. That was yeah, dope. I didn't that, I didn't see cool. I didn't see that coming cuz funny enough, one of the first things I thought of was the Pokemon universe, but my brain didn't even go to Giovanni. My dumbass brain went to Mewtwo somehow. And I was like, I don't know how I'd work that, but I mean I mean, look, Mewtwo would definitely be a cool run, but like I said, yo Giovanni just it 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 just seems like it makes sense. You know what I mean, like, dude, because like, I mean, he he is the he is the true main villain of the mm-hmm. I mean of the um of the OG, uh, blue, red, and green. 
So <laughs> if someone wants to make a Pokemon movie and they want to go with the true bad or a game and they want to go with the true badass, they got to build a game around that dude that you don't get to fight until well after the game's over. That dude that's just hiding in the cave that you can't even go in until the end of the game, that no one talks about. He's just sitting there ready to fuck people up the whole game. Like, I'm going to let you get super powerful, then you can come see me. That dude that's got, like, two Knock level 60 down. crowbats and whatever else. Someone needs to make a game about that guy. It's like, oh, y'all think Giovanni's cool? All right, yeah, tell him to come see me. <laughs> All right, yo, that was badass, man. I love this. So um, let's go ahead and give you guys a little bit of news. All right, so let's go ahead and handle some of these news stories. I'm not even going to tell you how many I have. I mean, this has actually been a plentiful week when it comes down to stuff happening. Uh, let's go ahead and start with CD Projekt Red. Um, they they have been victims of a cyber attack, and what Ooh. happened was that there were there was a bunch of coding that was stolen about Cyberpunk 2077 and also The Witcher. The hackers that stole it actually went ahead and said that there was an un, unidentified actor that that went ahead and bought all this stuff from them on the black web. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, That's not a place you want to hang out. This is a good story already. Dark web. No. <laughs> but yeah, so... Um, I mean, it's one of those things that... Uh, like CD Projekt Red really quick went ahead and said that... I mean, they got the servers back up. You know I mean, I mean, I mean, everything's fine. They went ahead and they, I mean, they started like backtracking what was happening and everything else. But um, look, man, your public image goes down real shitty. You know what I mean? If you go ahead and have to deal with this type of stuff, they've been dealing with a lot since like September. Say, you know what I mean? They, didn't it already go down from the release of the game? Yeah, dude. They're like, yo, their stocks went down like fucking like twenty percent. Uh, you know I mean when it comes down to Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven? They've been having something that we're going. We're definitely going to hit on a podcast episode some point soon, probably within the next two months, depending on when the topic actually lands. But um, about crunch and everything yeah. about that, because I feel like that's a fascinating conversation. Yeah. But um, you know, like, like I, I have nothing. They're having. A, they're having. A, they're having a tough stretch. They're having a tough stretch. Yo, yo, yo their public image is completely <clears throat> shot to shit. Well, they got one more shitty thing to go through because, through, uh, you know, things happen in three. So they had the, the launch of the game. They had this happen. So they got one more fucking shitty thing before things go on the up and up for them. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so essentially, you know what I mean? Every, everybody has everybody loves a redemption story. The coding shit that you know, the coding shit that was stolen from, from them that had to deal with Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher was sold on the dark web. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, yeah, I mean, that's basically the sum, of the sum of the story. And look, the fact that there's a dark who, web is just terrifying to me. But that's who, who, is, who is looking for this on the dark web? Who's like, I'm going to go looking for livers and hand grenades. Ooh, there's a deal on Cyberpunk. <laughs> like, livers and hand grenades? <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. Didn't you say, though, it was an unnamed, unnamed what? It was an unidentified actor. Actor. Is, so it's look, somebody man, that has money, though, which makes it even That is the scarier. way, I mean, that is the way that shit's been put out. Look, man, a lot of stuff with dark web, I mean, I mean, you deal with, like, Bitcoin transfers, you know what I mean, stuff like that. I mean, like, there's, like, cryptocurrency, you mean, is the way that they, you mean, go ahead How and, you mean, even the way they pay stuff. Dude, just think, dude, I've, dude, I, I've done I pay attention research to research on this, too. too. Yeah, I've done extensive okay. research. You know how scary it is that there is a dark place on the... Think about this. There's a dark place on the internet that you can find access to where you can buy people. Yes. And Ugh. organs. And 
it's insane. Yeah, it's that's insane. <laughs> it's not something that I and that I like going ahead and like thinking what? about. Look <laughs> at thirteen hand grenades, a liver, a thirty-two year old male in cyberpunk. Like what? Um, another piece of information I have is a different news article. It has to do with G4. So, um, exciting. yeah, so G4 is now basically turned into a YouTube, uh, just whole channel situation. You mean, you mean they don't have an actual TV channel anymore. So what they're calling themselves is B4G4, literally the letter B for the number four and then G4. Catchy. Genius. Yes. Yeah, so, um, they brought back some people that we know from old and they're bringing in some people that are new. Nope. She's not. Damn it. She's Adam, like, she's Adam Morgan. That. So we are getting back Adam Sessler. Yes! Adam Sessler is back. X Games. X-Play. Yep. X-Play. X-Play. And then we are also getting back Kevin Pereira. Okay. You know what I mean? Why, Who's, why are I believe, getting back I believe he's what attack of the show. I believe Kevin was. I can't quite remember. What but, can Morgan um, be doing now? I have nothing. Well, no. Last I saw, she was working for um, IGN. Oh, holy mm-hmm. shit. Keep doing your thing, bro. So, yeah, for real. Um, so another person that they went ahead and said is uh, Avali May. Um, she is less I saw she was. I mean, she's like she's like a cosplay type person. I mean, I mean she's also real deep into uh, into like giving the video game world. And then another one is a streamer and former uh, esports um, competitor. Her name is Frostgren. So she's oh. jumping in, and I mean, you, I mean, look, I mean, you also have like uh, you have a. Uh, Rob Funches is another one that's a part of G4. I mean, everybody knows he, he's done a lot of different voice acting stuff. He was in Trolls. Um, Isn't that a football player? No. I don't believe so. I swear there's a Funches. I don't think there's a Funches. I don't know. I'm looking up if there's a Funches. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Keep and then um, there's also a WWE superstar named Xavier Woods, and he's also a part of the reboot of G4. Um, yes, yeah, so that's what I got on that. Uh, Anthony, you have anything for us? Uh, so I do have uh, a little bit of information for Ratchet and Clank. Ooh. I know, I know, we have been uh, patiently waiting for a release date. Uh, finally, have one, and that's going to actually be June 11th. Have you guys seen the cover art for that yet? Uh, I'm actually if it's current, if, I'm, if it I'm was real, I saw the cover it. art. Yeah. It is it is a diagonal split between yes. what we classically see Ratchet and Clank, and then the female, um, yeah. Ratchet. He's Ratchet. on the right hand side, and then he's on the left hand side. Yeah. yeah, I'm currently looking at it, and it's fucking sick. Oh my god, dude, it looks sick. incredible. What was that date you said? Sick. Uh, sick. Uh, again, sick. Uh, it's June 11th. Well, so if my kid's born when he's supposed to be born, I'll be able to play that game for about four days. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sweet. That's a good week. <laughs> oh, absolutely. That's a great one, week. I do have one more little thing that popped up. Uh, I don't I don't remember the original producer slash creator of the new Fable 4 that's coming out. Um, but the information that I do have on that is that it's going to be um, in production by Playground Games. They're actually the ones who... Uh, I know that. Yeah, you do. They're the ones who actually produced the Forza Horizon series. <clears throat> okay. Ooh, wow. Ooh yeah, hyper-realistic. So, so, so it's a turn. It's a turn ten company. Um, I don't like. I said I don't remember the original uh, producer of the Fable Four when it came out. Uh, I did check. Supposedly that happened uh, like two, three days ago. That uh, it has been changed to Playground Games um, from th- the original. I thought the original was an Xbox, um, a, a Microsoft 
Yeah, I mean, independent company. I mean, you're right. somebody that deals with Microsoft exclusively. Right. So the thing is, is being it that it's Playground Games, um, like you said, it's gonna you're you might actually see some fucking super hyper realism here. Hyper realistic. A fable. Um, that is a great fa- thought. F- fable was originally Lionhead Studios. Right. No. No. I'm not uh, talking about the original. Okay. I'm not talking about the original one to three, which was Lionhead. Oh, you're talking about is, the, what? What was supposed to be this? Right. Exactly. So whoever was going to produce the game itself uh, has been has been taken over by Playground. Okay. Um, also, side note, and Wes, you should be embarrassed about this because Devin Fun Devin Funches, he was drafted by your Carolina Panthers. Oh yes, <laughs> I remember him now. Okay, yeah. wide receiver yeah. for the. Did you Packers see? The, did you see that year? grimace on Wes's face? It was like, oh god, I feel like I did. Well, look, man. He, <laughs> well, no, he wasn't. He wasn't the greatest wide receiver, so it's. I mean, it's fine. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> all right, but anyway, continue. All right, word. Um, so I have a little bit. All right, so I have um only a few news topics left. So let's go ahead and give everybody the one thing that everybody's talking about. The Last of Us HBO Max TV show. Oh my gosh. We finally have casting for this show. So we have uh, Pedro Pascal is going to be Joel. Now, a lot of people know Pedro Pascal from from the Star Wars series. You know what I mean? He was... um, Mandalorian? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah, The Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. He is the Mandalorian in that. Um, I mean, you know, from a handful of uh, from other stuff too, and then the the girl that they're gonna have play Ellie is somebody that isn't necessarily very well known, but it's something I'm actually yeah. very excited for. So her name is Bella Ramsey, Ramsey, and um, she's known as being somebody who was named Liana Mormont during the Game of Thrones show on HBO. Um, she was Lady Mormont. She is the young girl that was um, I mean, that's part of. The whole Stark, you know I mean the whole Stark clan up north, and yo, know, the scenes that she had in that show were very powerful, and she came out very regal, hardcore, and badass. Yo, like she has a handful of fight scenes in that that are actually really, really cool. Well, if there's one thing Ellie is, it's badass. So yeah, so um, we already knew that um, the, you know I mean the the, uh, the 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 person that penned um, Chernobyl was going to go ahead and write this show. I mean, Chernobyl had rave reviews. Uh, There's so many HBO people Max. watching that show. Yeah. Made, me, made me want to watch it. I never I, got a chance yeah, to. Yeah, I still need to pick that up and actually check it yeah. out. But, um, yeah, so so far that's what we have on that show. So we so we finally have the, you mean the two main characters. Now, there was a story that came out that initially saw that was Mahershala Ali was going to be playing Joel. And... I can understand the issues or things that people might have said about it. I still thought it would have been great because Mahershala Ali is probably one of the better, you know what I mean, actors that people don't really know that much about, you know what I mean, yeah. of, you know, of this era. But I am glad that Pedro Pascal is part of it, you know what I mean, because he, you know I, mean, I, like, I feel like he can also flesh out that, you know I mean, that real grimy Joel type that guy. Gruff. Yeah. So, last year... Because of the pandemic, I mean, obviously COVID, we did not get anything that was E3 related at all. You know I mean, we had, you I mean, we had IGN doing their summer thing. You know I mean, we had so many different things between PAX East, PAX West, BlizzCon. You know I mean, they broke everything down so much. And you know I mean, the, dif- the different state of plays like Sony's and yes, it, you know, it um, made 
I mean, look, for podcasting, it made us. I mean, it made it very easy for us to go ahead and do our job. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because yeah, like, it, yeah, because like, basically, every, like at least twice a month, we had something awesome to talk about. So yeah, like they gave us individual episodes. Yeah, so that's all changing. At least to an extent, when it comes down to E three, E three is back. E three is back yeah. in twenty twenty one, and it is going to be a virtual, virtual experience. Right? Yep, one hundred percent virtual. And um, you are going to have the dates of June fifteenth to the seventeenth of this year. So expect in the early summer for us to go ahead and give you some two hour podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Let's go. Let's go. Yo, they, yo, I'm I'm fucking ready. They for go. Them, man. They go so quick though. Because what do we say? E three is like our Super Bowl. It so is. It's like it's it's fun to have all that to talk about. Look, yo, right now, under normal circumstances, I would be. We would probably. In the right circumstances, we we would be at Pax East. Yeah, you mean you mean, you mean you mean because yeah. normally you mean that's in the northeast of you mean of eastern the United States, which is you mean basically where we are. So we would have been there, and we would have been talking about this in a hotel room right now, going ahead and recording this shit. So yeah, so having that, you mean and knowing this and knowing what E three is. Look, E3 has changed a lot because of Microsoft doing their own things, and obviously Sony not being a part of it the last two years. So, it's interesting to go ahead and see what this is going to become. I'm excited to see if this is going to be much more indie-based, because if it is, that's going to be fucking awesome. I am not going to argue with going ahead and seeing many, much, you I mean, more indie games being pushed to the forefront. Because, mm. all, because all that does is make bigger companies like BioWare and Bethesda and all them go ahead and really step their game up. They're seeing what indie games are able to go ahead and do. Mm. So yes, yeah, so, we'll be talking about an indie game a little bit later today. That's what yeah, I've heard. I'm actually excited for that. Um, yeah, yeah, so that's going to be happening June 15th to 17th of this year. Uh, there is a game that is going to be coming out for the PS5, Xbox Series X, and S, and the Nintendo Switch later on this year. Um, and it initially only came out for the PlayStation, and it was Crash Bandicoot 4. It's about time. So it the, it's about time. So the latest iteration of the game is going to be coming out uh, March 12th for you, you, basically for everybody else. We're close. Oh, very close. And I'm excited for this because, I mean, I've heard I've heard a lot of really good things about this game. I, th- I think IGN gave it like a 7 or an 8 out of 10. So I actually do have one more piece of news. Uh, this actually popped up on my newsfeed a little while ago, and I don't think we talked about this. And this is actually a very, very... Uh, large thing that I personally think to talk about uh, because this is a way forward for uh, this current generation of video games and the consoles. So MLB The Show uh, 2021 will actually be created, oh. who's being created by Sony. I heard about will this. Will be releasing, yeah, they will be, it will be releasing for the Microsoft uh Gaming consoles, uh, we'll say, uh, which is a which is a huge, I love huge it. Step, that's a huge step forward. Sony Sony Entertainment International is actually creating uh, this game, which is going to still sell, obviously, for the the PlayStation, but will be available and is actually currently on pre order uh, everywhere right now uh, for the actual Xbox, the new Xbox uh, Microsoft consoles. So this is like for me, gaming companies coming together. Yeah, for me personally, this is a huge way forward. And I know I'm pretty sure that PlayStation also just announced recently that they're going to be doing. I see your hand up. I get to you in a, we- in a second, Wes. Uh, Sony uh, just announced recently that they are going the way forward of cross-platform play. Think about uh, this is going to be this is going to be for all games. By the way, think about what that means. Games. Think about what that means for us. 
we have constantly and you I mean you I mean it's just because of the I mean the way that you I mean everything flows we have constantly talked about the battle between Xbox PlayStation the games I mean I mean obviously I mean there there are only quite literally you can count on one hand the amount of games that you can go ahead and cross platform play correct <clears throat> think about what's happening on you I mean within this year Outriders is going to be a cross platform play game you know what I mean that's going to go ahead and be at least them hopefully it's going to be huge i mean the demo is coming out at the end of february which i am super excited for you have mlb the show that is going to end up you mean having the same type of thing like we are getting to the point in gaming that we have been wanting for, for such years. a long time like you I mean, guys you guys having ps5s consoles, you oh, yeah. look i'm fine with that you guys having ps5s me having a series x and then we don't have to go ahead and talk like we were before we went ahead and you know what i mean cut the mics on for the podcast about saying yo you need to pick this game up for this system so that way we can go ahead and all play together yeah, yeah. and so the next then the, like i said the the next way forward with this whole cross-platforming thing is honestly right now right now at least in the gaming community for consoles there's a huge sense of unity which is amazing it's what we need you know what i'm saying it's it's absolutely the step forward for for both companies yeah um and this also this also sets us up because remember a while back when we talked about bethesda being bought out by microsoft this also sets us up for success on yes this sets us up for success on both ends that now we can still get those Bethesda games like the new Sky or like the new uh, Elder Scrolls that'll be releasing yeah. and shit like that. Yeah. So this still sets us up for success in the long run, and this is a beautiful way forward. And I'm fucking so excited about this. So I mean, <laughs> it was, it was, this is one of those things to where like I mean, everybody was worried about what Bethesda was going to do with next gen style shit. You know what I mean? I mean after the purchase. You know I mean now yeah. now at least we have a path. With I mean, with the show going ahead and going to Xbox now, I mean now, I mean now there's at least one lane like, to go ahead and I mean for us to go ahead and see this, and let's go ahead and build the I mean build the other way so that way it can go the uh, go on the other side. Right. That's you, that's you what I was thinking of. my back, of. I'll scratch yours. Yeah. It's, well, that that's what I was thinking of, and I was wondering look, we all, how they're much, all going to make money. Well, I'm wondering how much of this has been in the works and been calculated since that deal, and Sony being like. Let us extend the olive branch here and hope that you will return us with... Because, again, this is all still conjecture for us. We we have no knowledge of those Bethesda games being available on PlayStation. We That's don't know yet. Absolutely we're hoping We're hoping to God. Phil Spencer but now has... It, but it, it would make them look like extreme douchebags at this point. Phil Spencer has still went like, ahead and eh, said... We'll keep it. Yeah. Yo, he said, you know what I mean, like, it's going to be a case-by-case basis. So and that's, where he, that's where he's stoking the fire because he could end all that debate. But he's pretty much saying when people are like, "Dude, are we going to be able to get that on PlayStation?" He's like, "Eh, we don't know. We'll see. When the game comes out, we'll let you know." Like, yeah, because I mean, yo he's, yo, he's already made it public that it is, it is so simple for them to go ahead and make the money back that they purchased uh, Bethesda, just from and going ahead, you just from going and keeping it as an exclusive. So yeah, I'm, I am yeah. really hoping that the Olive Branch, you know, what I mean, is is received and. And they send one back out the other way. Yeah, reciprocated the proper way. Because yeah. when we cause when we heard the deal, like that that money, that's seven seven billion, right? That, seven and a half billion. Yeah. Yeah. Like that sounds like a ridiculous amount of money, but then it is we were a like ridiculous <laughs> amount of money. Yeah, but like that I said, sounds like are you fucking yeah, mental? Please, when have but, you ever seen seven point five billion dollars? I never will. But okay, my point hence is ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> to amount yeah, oh, but like shit. I said, to 
to a company that I forget. I read the stats at one point to a company that I think makes that either per week or per month. That's nothing. So that's why I was like, they ain't worried about making money back. And then when Phil Spencer comes out and it's and says, we don't need to give Sony these games and we'll still make our money back. It's like, bro, can you just put everyone's mind at ease and just be like, maybe we're going to give these games I'm better to everybody. With just, just give me a maybe. The But look, with him going, like it's complete sidetrack. You mean just just, just, just just from what we're trying to go ahead and do because this is just news and, you mean, and not a complete diatribe. But with... With him going ahead and saying that, what he's really doing is, like you said, stoking the fire of going ahead and making more people purchase the Xbox. Yeah. Look. Yeah, and then look, after exactly. they look, do, it, like, oh, by the way, the games are going to be on I mean, look, I've already but said. But then when are we going to talk about that as a business move and a dick move? Oh, it's a, dude, it is 100% a dick move, and I will say that as, 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 that, as an yeah, Xbox enthusiast. Yeah. Because that's this, usually the conversation man, where Ant's like, dude, that's a dick move. And then me be like, if it was my business, I'd do the same shit, but I agree. This yeah. man literally this man literally dipped his balls in warm water and then dr- drug him across everybody's face. <laughs> that's exactly oh what he did. Oh, my God. And everybody <laughs> said it was raining. Yeah. It's gross. <laughs> yeah. It's gross. And to, but to, bro, to do something like that, though, this is why I think that, that it won't happen. Because you've already now had... You've got PlayStation sending over this olive branch and doing that, but you also just had the issue with trying to double the, you know, the thought of doubling the prices for Xbox Live that they just went through. So if they make people, or if they, they can't make them, but if they lead you to believe that you need these systems, which I'm one of those people because that's why I plan on getting the system because I'm like, damn, there's games I'm really going to want for the Xbox now, so I'm going to get it. And, and then I buy one and find out, no, you can get all these games. For, I'll be like, dude. And you can get it for a I, lot I, less. I <laughs> for a lot less if you go ahead and do the Game Pass. I'm hoping, like you said, that this is just that one step closer to everything coming together. Yeah, I agree. Because seemingly, it seems like the gaming community, like the people that play the games, are far more together than the companies are. Oh, we all do. Yo, we all we all so, want it to be together. Hopefully, they follow suit. Yeah, but yo, we all want it to be together. I mean, like, I would love nothing more than to go ahead and throw down with you guys. You mean, you mean while we both have the best of the next-gen systems. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Let's go ahead and yeah. let's fucking get it. So, the last, artic- the last uh, stuff I have with news is all Borderlands-related. So uh, let's go ahead and break down the new castings that we fe- that, that we fiend that we've seen for the Borderlands movie. I actually really like one of them. Hmm. I bet you do. Ding. Oh god, it's been so long since I heard. Oh my god, yeah, dude, it's been like a few episodes. Yo, good job by you, by the way. No, I don't think I haven't done it. I just think you haven't dinged me. Well, I've been nice. So, <laughs> so we already no, knew that Kevin. No cities are over. We already knew that Kevin Hart is going to play Roland, which we all roll our eyes, and Kate Blanchett is going to be Lilith, which me personally you I roll my eyes. eyes. I, I did too. She's a little older than I would have expected. Not saying she can't pull it so, off. I'm just saying it's not what I would have gone with. So we now have the actor actress who is going to be playing the animal biology iridium expert, uh, Patricia Tannis. And it is going to be Jamie Lee Curtis. That's the one I'm not mad at. Like, I feel like I can see it. I can see that. Again, yes. I think she's a little old than I would have thought that she is. So, all right. But it seems Here, like they've been question. doing that. So it's like, all right. Aside from Kevin Hart, are these all people that are just, like, out of work? <laughs> I mean, it's the pandemic. Everybody's out of work. Yeah, but I mean, like... Kevin Hart ain't ever out of work, no matter that's what. what I'm no, saying. he's really special from his home. That's why, he ain't that's out why of work. I said everybody aside from him. I said, yeah. look... Well, no, I can't imagine people Kate might Blanchett's people might not like people might not like my opinion. That's okay. I gotta be that guy sometimes. Here's the thing: you're really fucking reaching for these people. 
Like you're really reaching. Like there are there are there are many 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 better choices that you could have chosen thus far for your characters. And so far, you've shit the bed. Now, I will go ahead and say when it comes down to Jamie Lee Curtis as Tannis, I I think honestly, I think Sigourney Weaver would have been a much better pick. Yeah, again. We've already seen her. Dude, yo, 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 we've already seen her as you mean as a you mean, you mean running that type of character, you mean when she was an avatar. So I think yeah, I you mean that. so I think that's why I have that thought in my head. I mean, and that's that's okay, but but the thing is, is again, not, you're you're re okay. So Tannis in the games is not like fucking like sixty years old. No, so you're gonna so so what no, you're telling me in, is you're gonna no, she's like thirties, maybe early forties. Right, exactly. So what you're gonna tell me then is you're gonna you're gonna spend all this money in CGI to probably at they least may not. you're going you to spend that money in CGI to make makeup. Kevin Hart the size of Roland. Kevin Hart's five three. Roland is like six <laughs> two. <laughs> Oh, I'm so glad I'm taller than somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a celebrity. <laughs> Fuck out of here. Anyway, look, again, you, what, what you're doing, though, is I, I hope I'm wrong. And, and I will absolutely say when this shit comes out and I watch it that I'm wrong. Oh, I hope but, I'm wrong, too. And I, and I will eat my words. But right now, you're setting, your, you're setting this entire thing up for failure. That's what you're doing. Minus the, minus the next person that we're probably going to talk about who... I could see potentially playing this character. Yeah, so the next one that we have is they finally picked uh, who's going to voice Claptrap. And to be honest, I can see it 100%. Again, like, though, he has a deeper voice. I, I said that, I said that too. I still think, yeah, I still think Kevin Hart is a better choice. I'm not, if you're not going to go with Kevin Hart, I'm not mad at could, uh, with how they picked all these other ones I, I see what they could have done for Claptrap so I'm not mad that they landed yeah. on Jack Black I just would have rather yeah so so By Jack way, Black yeah yeah, yeah so that's what it is <laughs> Jack Black has been yeah. has been um, chosen and has signed the deal to go ahead and voice the role of Claptrap the persistently sarcastic uh, robot who isn't at all invested in the survival of his teammates which is something we all know <laughs> Minion, oh, protect it. me! Yeah. <laughs> Minion, lay down your life for me. Yeah, like it's I mean, it's exactly what he is. Um you know, fucking you, know, robot. you know what you know what we need to do in this next episode though? As we can do it in a part of news if we want, but there's nothing worse, because we've been kind of doing this. There's nothing <laughs> worse than being those people that shit on something without giving any better alternative. And the only thing we've given is that we'd rather Kevin Hart as Claptrap. So no, maybe we should. No, 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 no. Two episodes. No, actually, two episodes. Start... Hold on, Ant. Start... Two episodes ago, we went ahead. Anthony and I had this conversation, and we went ahead and said it. One. No, no. Roland. <laughs> well, because we only had one cast member at the time. At Thank the, you very much. Yeah, so at the off. time. Well, but that's well, what I'm saying. No, we, we well, no, we more. did have Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett was picked before Kevin Hart. So I mean, so we never picked. We never said who we'd rather see as as a Kate as a Lilith. Look, I just went ahead and typed out on our topics. You know what I mean? Little feed that I have. You mean basically doing a full Borderlands di movie discussion because it it is going to happen. It's big enough to be. A, we, yeah, it's big enough. We to be all are such huge fans of the series. Obviously, I am more than both of you, but just because I'm just I don't know I'm obsessed level. But we, I mean, we we could break this down into a conversation that could easily last a podcast length. Here, you you want me to give you you want me to give you some people for fucking I'll give you a couple right now who actually look and could probably play the part better. Uh, ready? So for for tennis, right? Uh, you could do Charlize Theron. You could do uh, Charlize you Theron. Do, didn't you just say you didn't? Didn't you just say you didn't want the person to be like sixty? Isn't Charlize Theron like fifty-seven? I thought she was in her forties. 
I'm pretty I don't sure know. she's I'm in her forties. I don't know. The no, next person, the next person I'm going to say is definitely old. You could do Julianne Moore. Um, <laughs> okay, so now we're going to seventy. <laughs> Yeah, you're going backwards, dude. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're also right. Uh, but 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 what I'm saying is what I'm saying is if you're going if you're going for uh, straight acting, okay, then yes, obviously the people you picked are, are good. But if you want to go for a mix of of, of the the their I do like I do like the Charlize Theron idea by the way. But if you that one I do that, like. yeah, see, thanks. But if you're gonna go for like their acting and you also want to go for looks, there are other people out there. You just have to take your time. I feel like they're rushing this. That's the issue. So you know what I'm saying? That's my, that's my biggest. So I feel that's, like that's my opinion. But that's so, my biggest issue with this. So I will say that when it comes down to like Kate Blanchett being Lilith, I feel like they saw her in Thor Ragnarok and went ahead and said, okay. She can be, you I mean, I mean, she can kind of be a snarky smartass. Let's go ahead and use it. You know what I mean? Because her as Hella in Ragnarok was fantastic. She was, you know I mean? she, she was great in that movie. So. She was absolutely fantastic. No, I, I agree 100%. So, look, man, this this is going to fall within the same lines. You know what I mean? You mean when, when it comes down to uh, Lilith as opposed to Hella, it's just the fact of going ahead and being a, you know what I mean, a hero rather than a villain. Jamie Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis had to be out of work though, because like if you're not doing a Halloween movie or an Activia commercial, what are you doing? Well, that's the thing. I like I said, I had. I like and I like Jamie. Lee I'm Curtis. definitely not. Keeping I, on I, I do too. But I have not seen her in anything. And that, that's I see her in, in Activia commercials. Yeah. Well, look, there man. Yo, gut gut health is a good thing, man. We all gotta we all gotta talk about it. I'm not mad at it. I'm just saying that's all I see you in. So I'm saying it's not. It ain't October, so we're not shooting. You know, we're not about to have a Halloween movie, and you know. You've kind of done the yogurt thing, so <laughs> the yogurt thing. <laughs> so I guess this is the next logical step, I guess. All right. So um, the last the bit of Borderlands news I have has to do with the Borderlands Three DLC. It's, it, it's the last DLC we're going to get from Season Two, and it has. And it's, it's called the Director's Cut. So what we're going to get from this, we're going to get a new boss raid. So Anthony, in um, huh? in Pandora, do you remember going into a cave and seeing a door that you cannot open? In Borderlands 3? You know, I, I haven't. You haven't played in a very, very long time. I haven't I haven't even completed the game. So, so, on, <laughs> so, so no. I can't remember, no, I, I can't remember where it is on Pan, I mean, on Pandora, the world itself, but, I mean, within one of the little sub-worlds, um, I mean, you go into a cave and there's a, I mean, there's a door and you cannot open it. There's, there's nothing you can do to go ahead and open the door. Apparently, okay. behind this door is a boss raid. And what they're going to do is that you need to pay up 500 Iridium. In order to go ahead and jump into this boss raid and fight who is called Hemivorous the Invincible. That's fucking crazy. Which means which which means your return rate on fucking loot is going to be insane. That's what I'm thinking too. <laughs> so with this, in, 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 with fighting Hemivorous the Invincible, um, like IGN had a had an exclusive thing back when the game first started coming out. You mean to where? You mean it was it was a spot that nobody else could do. You mean it's it's a it's a Varkid. You mean that you're fighting? Okay. You mean it is a huge Varkid raid boss, and this thing takes forever to fucking drop. I mean, look, yo, you remember like I mean, Cromax, the Invincible. I mean, you, you, you mean you remember all the other raid bosses from the old games, and you mean and yep. just I mean how difficult they are to actually go ahead and tear down like Terramorphous. So yeah, dude, this is I mean, this is falling within the same lines. Another thing you're going to be getting with this director's cut is there's going to be essentially a murder mystery that you're going to be doing. And what you're doing with the murder mystery is, I mean, you're working with Ava, you're working with uh, Lorelai, 
and going ahead and give me you mean you're really starting to actually work with these uh secondary character ancillary characters that people don't know much about and you i mean it looks like you're kind of like getting more of the story from them as well and you're trying to go ahead and deal these murder mysteries and find out what actually happened you know I mean you I mean that's basically part of what the dlc is going to be all this stuff is going to be coming out march 18th by the way just go ahead just drop the drop drop the date on that and another another thing you're getting from this is going to be what are called hero cards so a hero card uh you have daily and weekly objectives that you get to go ahead and complete i mean they're kind of bringing in a destiny type feel to this it, I, mean, it, I mean obviously except for with a borderlands flair so you I mean so when you go ahead when you do this um when you do these particular type of things you can get you can get new guns you can get um different uh cosmetics you can get you know what i mean saying just i mean, I mean, I mean different, different different skins just all type of shit so all of that's going to be happening starting march march 18th and this is one of three um cards that are going to eventually be coming out throughout the year Cool. Now I'm excited for this just because you know I mean it, it gives you a reason to sign in and play the game every day. You know what I mean? Like, like I, I actually started playing it again last night just because of the current um you know I mean the current like Valentine's Day uh, type of thing you know I mean that they're running. You know I mean because there's an exclusive gun that I want and I didn't get it last year for Valentine's Day because I didn't you know I wasn't playing the game that much at that point. But mm -hmm. um <clears throat> but you know I mean but you know I mean but now with this out I want to go ahead and actually try to get this gun. So I'm actually I'm actually really excited for uh, what's coming out with this whole type of system. And like I said, man, yo, that raid boss is something that I'm really expecting uh, to be quite challenging. You know what I mean within the within the game, just because I mean the raid bosses in these games have been very very hard to go ahead and do, especially with I mean try to do it by yourself is almost impossible, let alone with four people. So uh, yeah. that's the last that I have when it comes down to news. So, oh God. We got to do the intro because these two have been playing something completely different that they just picked up the other day and already beat already beat so let's go it oh i'm gonna add that by the way to the to the to the whole echo effect <laughs> so let's go ahead and tell everybody what we all are playing okay um let's see here uh, play the medium last night another episode of freaky friday jumped in for almost two hours holy shit did that get deep that got yeah i need to be filled in on this because oh that's my the first night God, that i've missed that the medium dark. so far so uh i finally made it to the day room i mean i right before i ended the stream last last week uh i found the yep uh andy you could just go back and watch his twitch stream if you want to fill yourself in good well he can fill me in now I'm just saying. <laughs> so, like, if he misses any details, you can then pick it up. That is true. You know what I'm saying? Um, Go ahead, Wes. So, you Touché. found the Touché. bolt cutters at the end of the stream last week, and then now I used them to go ahead and get into the day room, which is where Sadness wanted me to be. And in there, you actually learned that Sadness was actually... Sad. No, the, no, man, no, no, dude, yo, it's honestly, dude, yo, it's it, it's about to get dark. Ten points to Gryffindor. It's about, <laughs> it's about to get fucking dark. Um, she was essentially violated and killed by somebody by the name of Richard. Jesus. So, you go in as sadness is like so. You learn sadness's name is Lillian. Um, and her father. <clears throat> goes ahead and goes to Richard, who's who's a friend, who was a friend of his, and he apparently Richard has the same powers as Marianne. You know what I mean, being a medium. You said Richard. 
I said what a dick and nobody laughed. Because it wasn't that good of a joke. I think it Go went ahead. over your I think it Go went ahead, over your head. Easy there, Letter Kenny. What the, the one thing that Richard can do, well not Richard, I mean the one thing Lillian's dad can do, Sadness's dad can do that I didn't know was possible with being a medium was actually going to somebody's subconscious per I mean purposefully. Like yo, yo, he he went ahead and grabbed Richard's head and then went ahead and sent his subconscious inside and then went ahead and was inside his head finding out his deepest, darkest secrets. And there's a lot of uh, that's some deep of, ass shit. There's a lot of uh, there's a lot of head talk here. Yeah, and the guy's name is Dick. It's a little weird. So one of the things you learn about Dick is that his father was actually a Nazi. Oh, his father was a Nazi, and this girl that he was infatuated with at one time, her name was Rose when they were young, apparently was Jewish. So oh whoa, whoa, oh yeah. Whoa. So his father went ahead. And this is going somewhere I don't like. Yeah, his father. <laughs> I mean, his father gave intel, or went ahead and actually did. I mean, did the horrible deed of going ahead and taking taking out Rose's family. So Damn. this Jesus. big, huge monster that you see, and what I'm guessing is probably halfway through the game, is actually um, Richard's subconscious that has hmm. that, that has just turned into just an evil an evil being. So um, she banishes it. You know I mean like you I mean the way she does, you know I mean when she goes ahead and like you know I mean finds everything she needs to find for that particular person and then says their name. So you know I mean so she goes ahead and banishes it and then she ends up walking through a bunch of woods to where she sees a dead guy in a tent. She finds a dog. The dog leads her to the tent. There's a dead guy in the tent. And then the evil the evil pan's labyrinth looking thing, the evil monster, starts following her out in the woods. You know I mean so she's running away and everything else, and then she makes her way to these ruins. Yeah, dude, it's been, I mean, and that's where I am right now. And this game got much darker than I was expecting. I really wasn't, I really didn't think I'd be dealing with Nazis and, you know what I mean, and, and, and dealing with child abuse. I really didn't in this game. Yeah, that, that's, that's tough. Oh, <laughs> yo, like, that's a lot. The, yo, the way the dad was acting, like, I had a new follower. His name, I mean, his, uh, his, his, uh, his, his name in the, in the stream was Retro. And give me, uh. give me, he was the only one on for the first like hour, hour and a quarter. And I was saying to him, I'm like, yo, to be completely honest, as a dad, can't say I wouldn't do the same thing. Can't say I, I mean, obviously I'm not a medium, I can't get into somebody's subconscious, but can't say that I wouldn't go ahead and bash a motherfucker's head in. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you no, mean, no, you mean if they fucking right put their hands it. on my daughter, like, yo, that, yeah, dude, there's certain levels we don't hit, and that certainly is one. Like, holy shit, yo, I, I wasn't expecting that last night at all. But, but that's um, how you know that, that's the that's the type of game that you know it's a good game, especially when it makes you feel that kind of way. You're like, oh my god, what did I do? Just like I said about Last of Us Part Two, when you feel things, yep. that is the mark of a good game, right there. Yeah, and yo, I'm and what better way to piss you off than like we need our game to go somewhere? Bam, Nazis, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Bam, child abuse. All right, you got me. Yo, it was yo, it was one of those I'm pissed. Yo, it was one of those I'm things pissed. that like yo, I. I I needed to play something else after I was done. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, just yo, yo, I I needed to cleanse my palate because that shit was just too heavy for me to go ahead and try to go yeah. to bed. So yeah, I jumped yeah, on I something I haven't played in a long time. I decided to go ahead and f around with the um with the new f around with it. Well, yeah. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah, you know I mean, so I decided to go ahead and start playing. Um, give you know me some of the new Valentine's Day type shit for uh for Borderlands Three, which is some game I haven't, I haven't even touched in like probably two months. 
you know what I mean? Like I said before, you know I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get this one gun that you, you mean that you only get when you shoot like a hundred of these little hearts that show up above some of the some of the bandits. Shows who you are. You need to cleanse your palate by murdering things. Yeah, you're just as bad, Wes. Yeah, but I'm yeah, right. Fine. Yeah. I mean, thank I thank God there was no children involved. But I mean, you're still murdering people. Fine. Say what you want. Do what you want. Look, man, this is the way I cleanse. <laughs> okay. Fucking member of the damn seed family over here. <laughs> so why don't you guys go ahead look man that that's all i have dude yo destiny we went destiny 2 ban- uh, gambit we went like three and one yo we actually had a really good night on monday sweet much better than when you watched andy <laughs> but uh, yo that was uh but um yo other than that i was I like damn this is what y'all do i didn't do ring fit for wednesday or friday i've been dealing with a little bit of groin issues so i haven't been able to uh, we've actually, Andy and I have been playing uh, a couple games together. Please tell me this shit. Uh, um, because Yo, why don't we, why don't we leave the new West, one for last? I'm going to, because uh, Wes obviously doesn't like to throw down with the boys anymore, so, um. <laughs> well, at least, at least not with for us. For real? I mean, Go fuck yourself? Yeah. yeah. yeah Clyburn true. and Hov and Dan, they've just stolen them from us. He doesn't like Which is fine. Anymore. I mean, they're good, they're good guys. They're great uh, guys. I mean, if we're going to lose them to anybody, we might as well lose them to them. That's true. I hate that's you true. both. Um. You, you don't. No, so, I, don't. I mean, says the bad friend. And the <laughs> so what we've been playing, uh, we've actually Andy got me into the 2K series again. Thank God, I'm glad he did. Uh, so we've actually been throwing down a lot on uh, NBA 2K21. Um, and last night we we took our hand at uh, trying to throw down on the blacktop. And 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 boy, let me tell you, boy, how uh, we were we were not successful. Uh, we. <laughs> We <laughs> That's the greatest way to put it. We, we, uh, we were not successful. Uh, I can say that was probably the best way I've heard play, it. We've probably played... Well, I, I, I didn't count. But I'd say we probably played about like 13 games. Yeah. Roughly. Uh, and we, we went over 13. <laughs> yeah. In every game. Oh, it was rough. If it was you count rough. the 14th game, Andy and I played against each other. And I beat him, but it just didn't feel the same. Because <laughs> I was playing him. If these are games to 21, if we ever got to six in one of those games that we lost, we were like, ah, high five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we did something. So, oh my God. so we we collectively we collectively talked that uh, we need to progress a little bit further through our careers so we can actually um, the stack currency. Up. Yeah, stack up. So the currency that they use in the game is called VC. It's basically what you uh, you save. You can uh, you can upgrade your player. You can um, uh, buy shoes, clothing, all that kind of stuff with the currency, which is VC. Uh, and to to do that, um, you really need to play more of your career path before you should really dive into playing on the blacktop. Yeah. Um, what what was the discrepancy in overalls from us to them? Uh, on average, <laughs> if we're gonna show, I mean, if you're gonna well for but, me, for so me more obviously than you. I was but. an eight. I'm an eighty. Well, I was an eighty overall, and you are sixty four. So add those up and divide it <laughs> by the amount. Yeah, and, yeah and basi- So, but, but basically, overall collectively, they were. If you put all the shit together, they were probably about thirty or forty overall higher than us as a team, uh, which n- never worked. Uh, yeah, we, really I don't. Th- I don't think there was a single player on any of the teams that we played that was lower than a 94 overall. We Absolutely. were going against like a te- teams of three that are 94, <laughs> 96, ni- 98. I think was the highest that we saw. And, 98 was the highest we saw. Last and like time. I said, you're dude, you're an 80. I'm a 64. That's. But the thing is, but so this is this is my biggest gripe. Oh, it's uh, my gripe too. 
Yeah, yours as well. So the thing is, is like you're playing a team sport, a, you know, team game. Uh, and I hope we have some 2K listeners, and this is also the, like their same issue that they see or run into. If you're playing 3v3, right, you... Passing is pass very the, pass the ball. Pa- passing is a large concept of a team sport, uh, you know, like hockey and basketball and stuff like that. Um, I can hold my own. So can Andy when it comes to shooting and 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 uh, picking the open lanes and shit like that. And every time we would square up, you know, you pass the ball in, and the dude that got the ball as we passed it in would fucking take it all the way down and try and score instead of setting up a play to actually try and get the points. Like, that's, like, dude, stop. Don't do that. Don't be a dick. Wes, I see you. Hold up. Because I'm still pissed. (laughs) Wes, go ahead. No, like, dude, we saw the same thing in NHL. We've seen the same fucking thing in show. Like, yo, when we play against teams, we constantly talk about guys who, you know what I mean, who are fucking puck hogs. Yeah, I don't like that, man. Like, like, yo, yo, we're playing a team of, like, four or even five. You know what I mean? And then you have one guy who constantly tries to fucking be a defenseman that just skates it from coast to coast to go ahead and try to fucking score. Yeah. Or we've seen it where it's like the opposite, where you have your wingers fucking skating down, and then they're they're puck hogging the whole game. Oh, but in the third, when they're losing, and they decide to pass it to their defenseman, and he makes a fucking bomb-ass shot, top cheese, and scores to fucking tie up the game, take it into overtime, you probably could have hit that dude the entire fucking game, and he would have done the same fucking thing. Like, yeah, it it gets like literally once you inbound the ball. If you wanna if you wanna equate this to Chell, it would literally be like me passing Anthony the puck, him going up, trying forty seven dangles and shooting every time he gets, knowing that the second you give him the puck, you're never getting it back. Correct. Is basically what this is like. You inbound it to these people, and they cross half court. They pull out every dribble in their in their handles package that they have behind the back, around the back, behind the legs. Through this fifty fucking times till there's four seconds left of the twenty four second shot clock, and then they jack it up from wherever they're at. Like it's insane. I will say real quick. Um, this is going to end a few days after we post this, but right now NBA Two K Twenty One is actually on sale. It's a fantastic on, game on the yeah. Microsoft Store for sixty-seven percent off. <laughs> Holy oh, fuck! Definitely, the game's twenty-one, it. twenty bucks. It's oh worth it. It's a very God. fun game. This is a minor glitch in the system because you don't even really need to go out there if you yeah, don't I mean, want the, to. The, I mean, the black. Well, actually, top, no. You kind of do need the city for some things. We'll talk about, you, but yeah. But the, the, so the blacktop, you definitely is. It's a lot of fun to get out there, especially if you can have the opportunity to get out there and play with your friends. It's it's definitely a lot of fucking fun to play squad deep, you know, three three v three and shit like that. Yeah, if we had you, you know if we had you, we'd be fine because we would pass to each other. I'm buying There'd it right no now for us to bitch Just about. So you know. Oh boy! All right. Okay. Look at I, you, son. We I can't play with you, but I want. Well, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see. On the PlayStation well, Network, you, you can't play with me. Well, now hold on, because there's a large amount oh, of games you on, that are going to be cross. Oh, you got a point. You got a point. Um, we might. Be, well, no, he's got. But he can get his on PS4 and should be able to play with us. Right? Or no? Yeah, but he just said the Microsoft Store. No, sorry, I meant PlayStation. My bad. He meant PlayStation. Store. Oh, well, I knew. I'm I knew, looking I knew on. Yeah, yeah. No, no. I'm looking on PSN right now. Um. Oh, now is absolutely the time to get it then. Are you kidding me? I paid full price for that thing, and I'm happy with it. Yeah, I got it. All right, so I'm going to do it after the podcast because I need a new payment method, and I don't have my wallet with me. So, That's Damn. Fun. But um, no, back. To, so back to what you're saying. One of the, one of the funniest things is uh, when you unlock when you unlock the city. Now it's different from previous games. In previous games, the second your NBA career started, 
you would basically have access to they called it different things in different games some games it was the neighborhood some games it was the city you know the city whatever and it's where you'd be able to go out hit you know clothing shops hit the training facility to you know up your stats and stuff like that in this game you have to play a couple you have to up your rep on the blacktop to be able to, to access the city and once you do there's actually a lot of things that are advantageous to you know your character you get a daily reward every day got definitely got to talk about this once anthony got to the city there's one daily reward you can collect every day it'll give you different things from vc like he said which is virtual currency which you use to put up your your stats buy things and whatnot i hear my dog going bananas <laughs> in the background so we definitely got a package apologize about that but um you get so i've collected like four or five daily rewards i've gotten the most i've gotten is like 1500 virtual currency i also did get a cool old school uh collins sixers jersey um Ooh. i've gotten like some little boost this some bitch his first strut up to his um daily reward got ten thousand virtual currency and for people who don't play the game, like, that's a lot. Had he gotten that before he put up any of his stats, he may have been able to increase one of his stats by 10 in one shot, which is well, a lot. I mean, if you think about it, though, I took that... Well, you saw, when I got that 10, I still had, I had like, 2,500. So I had, I had 12, yeah, 12,500 that I could use. Yeah. And I put up, uh, I put up all of my stats in my speed category. So they all went from whatever up to 80. Yeah. You know what I'm so saying? He did it. There's also this little kiosk you can walk up to where you can pick or try to pick the winner, the like the real life winners of the NBA games that are going on that night. Um, and then you get 100 VC per correct answer or you can double down and get 200, but you have to co collect them all or you have to get guess them all correctly. But really quick, uh, still on NBA 2K, I did go back and look a little bit. It doesn't seem that there is any cross-platform play from PS4 to PlayStation 5. They are two completely different games. Oh, uh, come I also, on. Yeah, yeah. I also read that there was an issue uh, way back when 2K14 was the same way. So uh, they're two entirely different games. Unfortunately, if Wes gets the game, he can play it, enjoy it, and have a great time, but he will not be able to play with us. Unless you got more on uh, 2K, I, we can go into the new I, thing I we played. Now, uh, so the new thing we played oh, was fun. is fucking insane. Uh, Andy pointed this out to me while I think I was at work. Yeah, I was at work. Yeah. So while I was at work, this man's like, uh, you going to be playing tonight? I was like, yeah, why? What's up? He's like, I got this great game. Uh, it's a 9 out of 10 on Steam. 92% of Google users that have played the game love the game. Uh, the developer, and this is an indie, stu uh, indie studio as of what I know, the developer is TMG Studios BV. Um, it is on plat platforms PlayStation 4, Xbox One, Microsoft Windows, Linux, Macintosh operating systems. Uh, the genre is a video game, puzzle video game, adventure game, action game, indie game. Uh, it's also free to play, which is kind of what... I think drew me and Andy towards it because one, it only it it's had free, amazing, it's for me. yeah, it had an amazing rating, and on top of it having that rating, it was also free to play, which was insane. Um, it is a it is a uh, co-op game that you have to walk each other each other through different puzzles, and you're in two different rooms, and you have to each get each other through that room by communication. So. If you suck at communication, don't play the game. If you suck at communication and like to get better, play the game. Um, but the game itself is called We Were Here. Um, I, there's not much to say except the, the concept, one, is amazing. Two, yeah. the gameplay, extremely fucking fun. 
sketchy at times. Uh, there was this one section where I'm in a room and I have nothing but uh, Andy has to get me out of this room. It's actually like the flood room, I think is what they call it. Yeah. Um, and there's a set, you can die in this game. There is a set uh, 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 amount of time that you have to get out of this room. Now, what's happening is uh, I'm running around the room looking for any kind of possible signs to give him a clue as to what needs to happen. As I'm doing this, the, the water... Uh, which is down at the lower portion of a steps, a set of steps, starts to rise, and slowly. Now, it's not terrible at first. As I'm fucking running around the room like a crazy person, looking for some kind of object or something to give this man, I finally come across a sign that's above a door. It says purple. Now, you're like, oh, what the fuck does purple mean? I don't fucking know. I'm telling you. You got <laughs> This man, I think, then started to run around in his room trying to figure out what purple yep. meant specifically for him. Uh, as this is all going down, I'm I'm legitimately screaming at him, uh, telling him I'm going to die, because at this time I was going to die. I was literally jumping on every and any kind of. There were boxes in there. There was like piping. There was a fucking. Uh, I don't fuck a railing. I, I don't know. Anyway, I started on the floor. It started coming up, and I was like, "Okay, time to get to higher ground." I got to the highest point possible. No lie. <laughs> As I proceed to the highest point, this motherfucker is like, oh, purple, you said, huh? I was like, yeah, purple. You want to fucking not let me die? <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> let me digress. He goes and finds whatever purple thing he's got to find. I am literally fucking inches away from death. Like, the water has, if the water goes up to the ceiling, obviously I'm dead. Uh, the, the water was almost at the ceiling. He was taking his last breath. This was like something out of a movie, and I figured it out literally the last second. That's hilarious. I but I figured the, it out. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, oh, my God. You did it. But I would love, what would be great is I would love, since it is on the Xbox store as well, I would love for you to get that and stream that. Because this is something that we did and beat over the course of an hour. About an hour. About an hour, yeah. So. Oh, oh and there's two different, uh, kind of a spoiler alert, but there's two different, uh, uh, there's two different um, directions that you can take. Because it is a, it is a two-player game. Uh, it's a one-on-one, uh, which is kind of nice. Um, makes it nice and intimate. Anyway, you can choose why, uh, what. Either the explorer, which is what I did, and and the librarian, which basically um, Andy did more of the talking. You have books and and stuff like that that you have to uh, get through. And as the explorer, you have to give them uh, signs of like where you're at uh, on certain portions of the map. Certain um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Oh, it's it's bas it's basically just like you have to you know. He it's it was basically on him to give me the starting point of what I needed to look for in my room and reference to get back to him to be able to progress him through. And every time I unlocked a room for him, it unlocked one for me to be able to progress through it more. But that would be a cool, quick stream that you could do. That would be hilarious to hear your communication with whomever you choose yeah, to do it, this it, with. Because we, I feel like we, um, I feel like me and Dan would probably be the funniest. I think so, and we only. Anthony died once, and it was only because we didn't realize at that point that you could. We just assumed ah, that you had okay. an unlimited amount of time to figure things out. Like, he told me, like, obviously the room with the water and everything happened, but I guess I just assumed that he'd just be floating around or whatever. Like, I didn't think he could actually die. And then we got to one point where it was just it like, was yeah, he, he, he was like, he froze to death. And I was like, what? That can happen? I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So we actually do have to speed this process up. But once that happened, like, that was the only time. And what sucks happen. more than anything, we literally Ooh. got 
I just thought about we something. Literally got like perfect, perfect the entire time leading up to that. Co-op stream yeah. with the Spaghetti Boys. You could do that. You could do that. T pick one. Pick Alex or Jacob or whatever. Oh my God! I think Jacob try to get Jacob would be too good. I think that would be so much. Fun. It's a you need you need somebody that you can because again remember this is an indie game. It's not going to be a hundred percent the most polished thing you've ever seen. In your and that's life. fine. It's yeah. but it's it's but it's good. The the concept is so good and it keeps you engaged enough that it's fun because you're literally it's it's it's, it's it's a teamwork exercise. It's essentially, what it is it's an hour long oh. teamwork exercise on, on a video top game of that console. though. Uh, on top of that, uh, shit does change. So, like, in the in the where I died a second time around, which was on like the spiky room or whatever, there was a book that in front of me it had certain uh, drawings or uh, uh, depictions of different people or whatever, and it changed when I died. So I had to you have to go back and relook at everything, uh, choose different books and stuff like that. So when you do die. It, doesn't mean the puzzle is always going to be the same. The outcome is always going to be the same, which is you trying to get through that room together, uh, basically this, like an yeah. escape room. But but, but the, the steps overall, it takes to get there changes. Right. The overall steps is going to change every time. So uh, which is actually pretty cool. Yeah, we would love to watch. Like if you twitch this at any point in time, knowing that it it took us. Now I'm not going to. Oh my god! What I'm the done. hell was that? Uh, he he uh, he he got the bag of dicks out of his mouth and then started to cry. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's uh. If you know, I feel like that's roughly amount around the amount of time it should take. So I I would watch that stream at any point in time if you get some. And it should take a, it should 100%. take about a minute for you to download that game too. Yeah, that's accurate. But so yeah, that was a lot of fun. I would recommend it to anybody if they've got a buddy to you know do get to do it with. It's a lot of fun, and I can imagine that. It probably only gets funnier if you have shitty communication. Yeah, I can understand that. But like I said, like I, I feel like it would be fun for like a co-op stream. You know what I mean with one of our friends. You know what I mean. You, you, you can go ahead and like have it go through like the Twisted Cave stream with Mike, or go ahead and uh, you know I mean you know I mean have it be like Alex from the Spaghetti Boys or even Jacob. You know any I mean? of the, I love any it. of the Spaghetti Boys would be funny. You honestly, any you and you and Clyburn, you and Clyburn, I. Think I think would be underratedly funny. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it would. That would definitely. I, that I really would do be because, like, if you did it with Jacob, I would go in expecting it to be hilarious. You and Clyburn, I would go in expecting you guys to have really good communication and get through it. But at some point, takes a turn and ends up being more hilarious. Okay, than I, anticipated. I get that. Correct. So, um, Ant, tell them where they can find us. All right. I'm going to do it differently. Please. So it's that it's that time to connect with CGC. <laughs> oh my you can you can check us out on our Twitter. It's at Console Crew. We also have our uh, we also have our website, which is www.consolegamingcrew.com. It's connected to our Gmail, which is consolegamingcrew at gmail.com. Oh yeah, so we also have our YouTube, which is Console Gaming Crew on YouTube. It's pretty good. You can check us out there. Oh, and we also have our Instagram, which is Console Gaming Crew as well. I will not be talking about our named, unnamed Facebook page, which is Console Gaming Crew. <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. It's slowly dying. It's it's imploding on itself. <laughs> and shall not be named soon, hopefully. If we it's Voldemort. If we don't go, <laughs> you shall not be named. Maybe we'll just delete it altogether. I don't know. We also have our Twitch streams, which is Wesley. It's Dragon underscore CGC. We have Andrew, which doesn't twitch. It's just Scooby CGC. And we have myself, which does absolutely nothing. 
<laughs> which is CGC <laughs> underscore Sushi Inferno. We hope you uh, enjoyed this podcast, and we can't wait to hear from you for next time. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were just... I hope you didn't fucking fall asleep. Wake the fuck up, yeah? I'm walking here. I feel like you... Like, I just listened to a flight attendant tell me that. Were these, are where, these are where your side exits are, and this please, <laughs> like, please. I feel like that's what just happened. Please take notice where your side exits are. Keep feet and hands inside at all times. All right. So, look, y'all. Uh, I got nothing else, man. Until next time, please stay safe. Wash your hands. Mask the hell up. Don't forget, put two masks on. It makes you more fun. It's also more effective. And game on. Game on, y'all.